I noticed. You okay? Yes. Look, momentum, right? Jump, tap, right? One move, jump, tap. I know how to do it, Dad. Oh, do you? Yes. Really? Because it didn't look like it from I my end. I messed up on the timing. Jump. <laughs> like that. You see what I did? You see what I did? No. You're like this small. I jumped and tapped. We interrupt this program to bring you... everybody my name is kevin my name is adam and i'm julie and we are the real movie guys and we're doing it live this episode of the real review where we're taking a look at ant-man and the wasp quantumania scott lang hope van dyne along with hank pym and janet van dyne explore the quantum realm where they interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of what they thought was possible well guys a little bit different uh nice to have everyone in person adam is visiting us today and right. uh, i thought we would celebrate the occasion by doing a live episode mm -hmm. uh not something we've ever done on the channel before so i think this is pretty cool uh, hopefully you guys like it if you do like it you know it's something we'll tweak and mess with to try and do this a little more often mm -hmm. it's just a little bit better it's nice yeah. seeing you it's in nice the person yes you know, absolutely it's a little I agree. bit nicer I, I definitely definitely appreciate it a little bit more but you're here to hear us talk about ant-man and the wasp quantumania so that is what we will be talking about today all right guys I'm going to tell you, the critics have been a little rough on this one. Mm -hmm. I've seen some big hate on there. I was a little nervous going in. Uh, kind of falls in with what's been going on with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think, lately. A uh, bit uneasy, right? Uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever wasn't the greatest thing. We Just check out our last review on that. Right. Um, Doctor Strange, I enjoyed. I know some of the fans were kind of mixed on that, too. Mm -hmm. uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, same thing. Uh, right. Some of the shows kind of been up and down. Yeah. I will say, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania... Not bad. Honestly, I thought I had a really yeah. good time. If you're looking for a good sci-fi adventure, I think that's this movie. Is it anything spectacular? No. Is it the best Ant-Man movie? Don't think so. But I will say I had a really good time. I kind of turned my brain off, watched this. Uh, it was nice to see everybody back. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam, some early thoughts on it? What would you think? Yeah, I was a little hesitant going into it just because it is supposed to be an Ant-Man film. I didn't know, given the trailers that we saw, how different it was actually going to be. But, you know, I think it worked. I, I, th I think that it, it worked very well. It was very enjoyable to watch it. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd have to agree. I didn't see myself like looking at the clock anytime soon. Right. This was one of the shorter Marvel movies, which is not really saying much because it's still a little over two hours. But it wasn't like almost the three hours that Black no. Panther was. Right. Uh, Julie, how about you? What did you think of this yeah, one? Yeah, I agree. Um, I really enjoyed this movie movie um the length definitely helped but even with it being over two hours it didn't feel like it right mm -hmm. um because i was enjoying myself the entire time there was at no point where i was like oh is this gonna be over yet um and i like to see an ant-man movie now where you know he's been definitely more of like you know one of the comical characters throughout the mcu but to see him in a movie where there's actual stakes for the rest of the MCU. Um, and probably, I mean, I'd have to really look at what movies count towards this current phase. It might mm -hmm. be my favorite movie of this phase. I don't know if I would go that far. I I'd think have I'm to still, double check the I'm list, but... Doctor Strange for me. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. And I think it's yeah. the Sam, maybe it's the Sam Raimi talking I mean, to me. Maybe. Know, it's the maybe. Paul Rudd talking to me, so... Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't no, be surprised. No, no, or the Baskin no, Robbins, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Both>. <laughs> but no, good... Honestly, this was a really good movie, and... The real reason it works really isn't honestly so much due to Ant-Man and the Wasp mm -hmm. and his little, his daughter there. It would actually be Kang. 
Yeah, uh, Kang absolutely. is a huge surprise for me. Uh, Jonathan Majors, I don't really know him from much. Mm-hmm. I, I know he's been around here and there. Uh, I have to tell you guys, if you thought Thanos was a good villain, I think Kang is going to be even better. Uh, right now, based on what they're giving us, he's got a presence about him. He's got the whole, just like, with a look, he can tell you a feeling. And I think it's really special, especially in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where actors are few and far between as far as skill uh it's kind of like the christian bale effect i've always said where christian bale is like was in uh thor and i was like why are you in this movie right you're, you're way too good yeah why, why are you trying so hard right and jonathan majors he knows the assignment he's turning in an a plus grade for me for this because uh he's there he's the villain he's imposing he's he's everything i want in a villain Mm -hmm. especially for it to be this believable threat that is going to haunt the cinematic universe going forward uh adam I know you were impressed too. Absolutely, he he <laughs> arguably stole the show a lot of the times that he was on the screen. That I wanted to know more about him. I wanted to know more about his character, and, and it and wasn't I to see. overacting. No, absolutely not. Means. No, no right? it, you know how like you know we get a villain, it's like that cheesy, over right. the top yes. delivery. Yes, very, very yes, I think yes. A good word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely wasn't that that here. I don't no, think. No, no, not very at all. Dude, and just uh, he, yeah, that was the assignment. The presence that he brought to yeah. the screen, it was definitely like. He didn't even have to say anything, and you know that the tone that he brought, it was just, like, very intimidating. And not even that, just a physical specimen. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, the guy is huge. Yes. I mean, we've seen yes. him. He's going to be in the new Creed movie, and he is, like, yeah. the brick shit house. I don't know what yep. else to tell you. He is huge. And I think it's it's going to pay off, because there's a scene where he doesn't have his powers anymore, and he's fighting right. uh, Paul Rudd, Ant-Man. It's like, why is this a contest yeah. at some point? It's, like, it's kind of like... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, he's that good. And he's able to, you know, pretty much beat the crap out of Ant-Man. It's it's believable. Right. You know, he's a believable presence. Right. And Julie, what did you think of the range, too? Because we've seen him in Loki before. Yes. So this isn't the first character he's kind of played as Kang. Right. And to see him, you know, pretty much two completely different characters um, is just very impressive. Um, and I'm very excited to see him, you know, continuing forward. Um, but even going back to his presence, you know, while he is such a physical force, the first, you know, chunk that we're introduced to him, you know, he's not doing any fighting, but it's just calmly talking and explaining. And you know that he is something or someone to be feared. Yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. there really is just something there. And again, I can't wait to see there's going to be more of him. Um, this is obviously a variant of Kang. And it, I won't go into too many details because we've seen one before, but Kang will have a presence going further in the Marvel Cinematic right. Universe. And it's going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. I, think. I think it really is. And if that worked, how is the rest of the movie? Fine. You know, I mean, it's one of those things. Good. And I, I can see what some of the critics are saying about that, where, like, Jonathan Majors was such a standout presence in right. this movie. The rest of the movie can kind of look not un- almost underwhelming to some extent, but yeah. it's not that it's underwhelming. I think I think a lot of people have an issue where maybe it feels a little bit unoriginal. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie is very sci-fi heavy influenced. Uh, we've seen uh, Disney themselves haven't really been able to pull this off successfully with Star Wars. Right. And uh, if anything, this is probably the best Star Wars movie that isn't Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. That's just pretty funny. In, in a lot of ways. And it's, it's unfortunate for Disney yes. to have to have yes. that comparison. It is. Right. Uh, but the world itself is very interesting. The quantum realm even though it could be a bit of, you know, as the plot's needed, because we don't get right. a lot of answers, which, again, that might be something two critics have had an issue with. Uh, not us, though. I, I think I really enjoyed my time with this movie. This mm-hmm. is the most different Ant-Man movie. And whenever Marvel, I think, steps 
out of the box with things. Right. I like to see them mm-hmm. try something a little bit different. Like yeah. first Ant-Man was strictly a heist movie and mm-hmm. it worked great for that. It introduced us to the character. Second movie was a little more of a heist action hybrid, you know, right. maybe a little bit of sci-fi thrown in there. Right. This one's like, Nope, straight yeah. sci-fi. We're not, we're not even messing around. We're in the real world, you know, the on earth for about, 10 20 minutes yeah. if maybe, that if, if that, that. Um, they just jump right in and they yep. go for it and the movie's better for that i, I think, think so yeah. and, I, and it knows what it is it knows it wants to have fun and tell this really interesting like sci-fi story which mm-hmm. we don't get many of those right. i really think again we're not getting it from star wars so at least we're getting it from somewhere uh what did you think of the world adam especially like a lot of the characters involved i think were really interesting too yeah i, I liked all the like the set designs I, I mean they may mostly probably be just cgi but i mean like the colors is just so vibrant and a lot of the characters that were added like some of the um the extra I guess pink little guy. Yes, the pink little guy or some of the other militia people if you will. They were all just very well designed. I like their their colors and Right, and they're not aliens. I think that's like a keen like distinction right. we have yes. to make. Like we've seen in Guardians of the Galaxy we have aliens yes. and you know they're this is not aliens. This is another like realm. Right. So you have a lot of well you don't have to nothing has to really make sense. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of fun for the Marvel universe. Right. We're not really held on to anything so tightly. Right. Yes. I think um Janet Van Dyne she refers to it like of universes within universes so it's like there is no explanation i think it's kind of interesting too though if you think about it at like a grander scale like we don't have a true understanding of our universe and what's beyond and that's true like hank had thought he understood the quantum realm he studied it for 30 years and it was nothing like he any of his research showed so right it's just, and again they kind of wave off the yeah. explanation which it again it is what it is it didn't bother me some people it's probably going to um, it's like there's a probably. layer upon a layer of this multi, of this uh, quantum realm, and yeah, I mean, I, I can I can see, see that affecting annoyed. you know some but reviews. Yeah, I don't think it's a big deal to me. I, I think no. they're having fun with it, mm-hmm. and this is the story they're telling. But besides that, I think also just Paul Rudd, credible actor. Yes. Obviously, uh, even if he's not even acting, he's just being Paul Rudd. It works for yeah. this movie. He yeah. is scott lang he's the ant-man he's this character that's just the everyday guy thrown in a crazy situation and kind of dealing with it and to some degree i do wish they explored it a little bit more uh the movie kind of opens up with paul rudd just being like i'm happy with my life you know i'm having a good time i'm kind of simple petting taking pictures with dogs and Mm -hmm. having baskin robbins and getting free coffee because they think i'm spider-man like there's some funny (laughs) Mm -hmm. like it's a good show and it's an interesting world while he's doing nothing everyone else is kind of doing something even his daughter who is somewhat not estranged but there's a definitely a time missing between them right. and she thinks he should be doing something with his life kind of while she's trying to save the world and he's just kind of right. i'm good just being a dad now like i don't really want to do anything else yeah i already did right. that like i'm i'm done like i don't want to do it again right uh, there's an interesting thing thing there which I, they don't really explore too much they, they kind of start to they drop it and then they kind of pick it up again. Mm. But really, it's just, I think the family dynamic between the Pym and the Lang family, I think, is really what's yeah. there. Uh, Evangeline Lilly, Hope Van Dyne, she did a really great job, yep. of course, uh, The Wasp. Uh, Michael Douglas, shining star of this movie. Clearly. clearly I have to tell you. Clearly. His uh, one liners. You know, I don't think he really cares about being in a Marvel movie. And it, it does show, but it's so funny and. It works for the character that it doesn't bother me because I feel like Hank Pym is the exact same way. Yeah, it's like I like my aunts. I'm yes. here. I'm yes. having a good he's time. He's just acting himself at that point. Yep. He's like, there's a scene where he goes to a canteen and he's just like, give me the strongest drink you got here. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't know your customs, but I know you're yeah, to get me drunk. Yeah, yeah that's all yeah. it is. And I really like that. And I think that works for that character. So, so regardless if he's really you know putting in all the effort, 
it worked for me. I, I think it's like, right. I'm going to remember more of his lines than some of the other stuff that was in this movie. He's right. there for the ants. Mm-hmm. There for the ants. And then uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, phenomenal actress uh, playing Janet, mm-hmm. who we didn't spend a lot of time with, but interesting how they took her story and kind of tied everything mm-hmm. together. Right. Um, even though, again, th- there's always going to be that argument where it's like, well, you kind of could have elaborated a little bit more on this sooner. Right. Or something like that. Yeah. It's kind of just like the plot's like purposely just withholding information. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and, that is an issue. I think. I'm sure some people will have an I mean, issue with that, but like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say how like how deep can we possibly go at this right. point? You kind of just like tough, leave it open. Like, we're talking from Ant Man two to now. Yeah, it's two different phases, two different times, and they were all blipped. Yeah. That's true. That's you true. Know? Right. And the withholding of information, I think, helped build the suspense to the Kang reveal. I mean, we all knew it was gonna be him, but like. He was just referred to as like him. It's well, a comic first it was book. Nothing, and then it's right. a comic book trope. Right. It really is like, mm-hmm. oh, you didn't tell me this bit mm-hmm. of information. Right. You work the plot to what you need to tell a new yeah. story, and if it means kind of like backtracking and changing everything, not mm-hmm. necessarily changing, but maybe elaborating a little more right. to where it's kind of loosey goosey with its explanation. Is it bad? No, but I think again, just kind of like this movie. Is it bad? No, mm-hmm. I could see people being annoyed with it, but I think mm-hmm. it works overall. And I think it's just a fun experience if you can turn your brain off. I mean, Fast and the Furious can go on like 10 movies at this point. I can't see why Scott Lang can't go travel to the quantum realm. I, I mean, and we yeah. can just have a good time with it. I don't yeah. understand why that's a problem. Family. Yeah. Family. Uh-huh. And that's what this family's about. Family. That's true. That's take, true. Take notes, Fantastic Four. Seriously, take notes. Um, also in this movie, uh, the CG I thought was pretty decent. I did see some people dogging a little bit on that, and I don't think that was necessary. I mean, no. it's got your Marvel junk here and there with uh, some shading not being correct, yep. uh, especially Michelle Pfeiffer like petting one of the like aliens in the sky and there being mm-hmm. no shadow, then a shadow, and it's, it's not clearly not there. Right. Uh, other than maybe the Spy Kids 3D reference, <laughs> which uh, I think is hilarious. I don't know. I don't know if it's intentional or not. Ah. Uh-huh. I don't know, but those colors are identical to the suits in that movie. I don't Who know. Who knows? I don't know. Only the director. Yes, know. I'm sure the director. And uh, I don't think it's a coincidence because it's it's hilarious. <laughs> you can't unsee it once you see it. But other than that, I think that the battle scenes looked really well. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Would you say was there any like really big standout piece? I think the the climatic end. There's an end battle towards the end of this movie. That was probably one of the bigger events adam what you say uh, yeah i mean I, I liked that a lot I, I think at one point cassie was like running and she looked pretty ragdollish but i mean other than that yeah. i think nothing really stood out i mean unfortunately besides yeah, something the- i thought about too and i want to bring up is uh what did you think with cassie they don't really give her many different abilities to stand out which i thought that was kind of interesting choice. that's true yeah. uh, that was one thing that I mean, he could have given her something because, like, you have, again, you have the wasp, Hope, who's got, like, she can fly. Uh, she's more, like, the shrinking and large. She doesn't really grow large. She usually shrinks mm-hmm. and does, like, her thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have Scott, who's, like, the hand-to-hand, grows giant, kind of does both. Hers is kind of just, like, his, Maybe really. it's just she's kind of like, yeah. I think it's also going, this is more of, like, her gateway film as well. Like an origin I, I think, yeah, her. yeah. And I'm curious what they're doing with that. Mm-hmm. I think Young Avengers has to be in the horizon. They're setting it up. Point. I mean, there's so many young characters that yeah. they're setting up so and, uh, that's another thing too cassie we didn't really talk about uh she did a really good job i, yeah, thought, in this I think movie. so uh let's start with julie what did you think of her as far as this because uh, again it could have gone either way i think yeah i think she struck like a nice balance to be not quite resentment towards her dad but that you know that teen angst and wanting to follow in his footsteps but also do good for the world and realizing that sometimes those might have repercussions that affect other people 
Um, so I think she was really, and she had that Paul Rudd charm. You know, you could definitely sense that there was like a familial connection between the two of them. So I thought she did a nice job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. And right, I don't think she came across annoying or anything like that because that was definitely a worry. You know, especially when you have like a generational character like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, she really felt like she was Scott Lang's daughter. Yeah, she's like a little mini like female Paul Rudd. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it kind of felt like uh-huh. that. And you know the story again. I think the the story they tell with that is pretty good. Again, the family dynamics really what helps make this movie tick. Yeah. Even if it's a little bit unoriginal with what it's going on. Yeah. I still cared about the family. And again, like we kind of said earlier, there's actually stakes mm-hmm. in this movie. Uh, Kang is threatening enough to what's happening to where I got a little. I wouldn't say worried, but like. It felt like there was something more going right. on to what it works for this was movie. happening, and I think it did a really good job with yeah. that. One um, of the things that don't work in this movie, and of course I save it for the end here because I think it's the worst thing. Uh, Marvel likes to throw in characters that we all know and love. As far as comic book fans, Marvel fans, uh, sometimes I feel like they're making fun of us. I don't know. We get that vibe occasionally, where it's just like. So it's no surprise. What I'm saying is Modok is in this movie. Uh, Modok is a little small man with arms and legs. Yep. And he has weapons yep. and he flies around. Uh, at first, it wasn't too bad. He was introduced and it was actually kind of cool. He had a relatively cool design. Got his uh, nice helmet on. Him. He had yeah. a nice helmet on with his large head covered. Yeah. And then they take off the helmet to reveal who he is. And again, I won't go into spoilers because this actually is kind of a spoiler. I didn't know that was what they were going to do with the character. Right. But I can tell you it's Modoc, and that won't change anything. Right. Um, but the face. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. There's just some characters that just don't translate well to live action. And Modoc would happen to be one of them. I was not a fan of this at all, Adam. Uh, yeah, no, it, it was rough. It was... It almost took me out of the film anytime. I'd be like, because <laughs> it's so glaring how off-putting it is. And yeah. the CG, Julie, was it just stretched out? What was going on with the face? Because it did. I, I mean, I know it's supposed no to be a joke, yeah. but it didn't well, work. it borderlines like is his appearance again. It's not supposed to be like I don't. I don't know. Like, did they? Is he looking that bad because he's supposed to look that bad, or is it CGI <laughs> or a combination of the two? He looks bad. He and does. not like scary, like, oh, I'm intimidated by you bad. Like, he just looks bad. They should have kept the mask on him. No, and it's not even like, and he has weapons and he kind of flies around. And uh, it's kind of more just like an annoyance as a character. Like, I never, again, you have someone like Kang, right. who is so threatening. And he's supposed right. to have like this lackey that he kind of took under his wing and right. tie into the story, which, again, they're trying to yeah. do. But he's not threatening. It, it's just annoying. It almost feels like he doesn't even need to be there. No. He doesn't. You could have cut him out of the movie when yeah. it changed. And it was thing. weird, though, too, because right before he's introduced, like, the rest of, I guess, the citizens of the quantum realm are like, mm-hmm. I don't even think they say his name, but they call him, like, death or something. Like, oh, he's coming or whatever. His minion's coming. You're going to die or whatever. And then you see what it actually is, and you're like, oh, like... It's one of those things. Take him down almost no problem. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I hate to tell you. It's one of those things. I just. And then they also go a more comical route with the Mm -hmm. character, which I want to compliment this film because this is one of the few films where you can get away with a lot of the sarcastic comments. And again, it's Paul Rudd masterclass as far as comedy. He knows comedy, he knows timing. And the the rest of the cast kind of follows suit. They have Mm -hmm. that same personality. Mm -hmm. Uh, But man, Paul Rudd, it makes sense. I hear him crack a joke or turn like a dark situation to make it like morbidly kind of funny. Makes sense to me. Right. Totally makes sense. Modoc being played for laughs most of the time as just this big joke, ongoing joke throughout the whole movie, and then with the end, uh, how it's kind of dealt with. 
it just doesn't work. Yeah. It really just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's a shame because I think, you know, if you're a big fan of Modoc, and I'm sure there are somewhere. I'm sure Type there in is. The comments I'm sure there, there is. Because they love Modoc. Sorry, guys. Modoc just doesn't work. I know he had a show on Hulu or something yeah. like that. Yep. And that seems to be like the more appropriate route for it. Which I think that, that I didn't watch it, but I'm assuming that there was too. comedy and that, you I think know, it was a yes. comedy Oswald. Show. But uh, and maybe that works there. Right. It just doesn't work here. Right. In this story that you're trying yeah. to tell, especially with a presence like Kang, I don't yes. think it works. Um, a lot of the other comedy too. Again, I think it did work overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, you actually pointed out it definitely was a little more mature in tone. So are we seeing like a change? Maybe. Yeah, in I mean, cinematic universe here. Like I like to imagine that some of the Marvel movies, they, they're you know, while we enjoy do watching them as well, like they're also supposed to be geared towards kids as well. So for them to start throwing out, you know, a bunch of cuss words like, you know, dick and shit hell. Like I don't have any problem with it. Right. But like, I don't know. I, it's just odd to see Disney take this route. And it's not the first time because Doc- Doctor Strange is like the prime example where we were bordering rated R there for a little bit with uh, Scarlet Witch twisting herself out of a mirror and yeah. like blood pouring all out of her. Right. Yeah. Uh, a little dark. And even uh, Thor, even a little more mature with some of their yes. tones and stuff. Yep. Kidnapping children. Kidnapping children. Yep. And, and just the, the whole, like, you know, we broke up. And it's like, who, it seems like they're gearing yeah. the Marvel Cinematic Universe more towards adults, starting to see a bit of a trend right. here. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what that leaves for the younger audience. That's kind of curious to think about, too. Right. I mean, I would like to think that, you know, a lot of the jokes are going over their head, and I then they're mm-hmm. just appreciating, you know, yeah. seeing the superheroes fight the supervillains. Um, I'm trying to think. Were there a lot of younger kids in the theater? There were a couple. These, these there were definitely a couple. I, I don't yeah, remember there being... Expect. Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I, you wonder sometimes. This is an observation, you never thought, with the shift in the audience there and right. what Disney's trying to accomplish. I mean, you know, I guess they know who spends the money on things. Yeah. You know, right. Who spends the money on these things? I can tell you, I can tell you. Uh, but again, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, not bad at all. I think right. it's a really good time. Uh, I think we're ready to give mm-hmm. final scores, guys. I'm going to give Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, an 8 out of 10. You've made a big mistake. Okay? I'm an Avenger. I've called the other Avengers. You're an Avenger? Have I killed you before? What? They all blur together after a while. You're not the one with the hammer. That's Thor. We get confused a lot. Similar body types. I think this is a fun movie. Again, I haven't seen a sci-fi movie this fun in quite a while, and that's really sad saying, especially since Star Wars has kind of been around. Uh, it's a good time. Just shut off your brain. Enjoy what's there. Don't think too deep in it. Enjoy Kang. This is like the big introduction for Kang. This is his big moment. But also enjoy the little moments, too. Enjoy the little guy. You know, Make way for the little guy here. It's good. You know, I, I think there is something special here. I don't think it's as bad as everyone's saying Right. I'm kind of curious as to why it's getting so much hate. It's one of those strange things, mm-hmm. especially with some of the other outings we've had. It's one of the better ones. Again, maybe that says something right there that this is one of the better ones right. of what we've gotten. But again, I don't think that's the case. I would definitely watch this again. Yeah. Ant-Man, Lost, Quantumania, good time. Adam, where do you stand with this one? I am going to give Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, an 8 out of 10 as well. There are beings down here, intelligent beings. I always theorized it was possible, but to be here, a subatomic universe, 
This changes everything we know about life, evolution, our place in the galaxy. Holy That guy looks like broccoli. I, it, it's a fun ride. I, I think that there's, uh, you know, it brings a lot to the table and it succeeds in most areas. You know, of course, Modoc or some of the other drawbacks that we have, they, you know, they suffer, they make it suffer a little bit, but it's nothing that won't detract from the movie, you know, ruin your experience, I it's guess. It's interesting because we're so critical sometimes, I think, on these type of movies. Right. And it seems like it's always come out of nowhere because we went for a long time where we never had a comic book movie. Yeah. And it's okay sometimes to just be an action movie right. and shut off your brain and yeah. have an adventure. You don't always have to have all these, like, big, deep, interpersonal, connected stories right. and, like, emotions and... It's just an adventure. It's I, kind of just an adventure. I think that that's what yeah. makes a this movie work. It's a popcorn movie. Escapism. Yeah, it works. It is, and I think it really is. Julie, where you stand with this one? I'm going to give Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, an 8 out of 10 as well. How about some music? And in that moment, all I could think was, how did the Hulk turn me into a baby? Will I be a baby forever? Am I the Hulk's baby? Dad, are you listening to your own book? But I was ready for anything. Hmm? No, that's, uh, Steve this is the radio. <laughs> turn it it's off. It's so weird. Something's wrong with this switch. It won't turn off. I said turn it off. What's that? Turn it up? All right. A little after that, a raccoon from space showed up. I don't think he knew my name. I was just happy to meet a raccoon who could talk. Excellent performances from America's Treasure, Paul Rudd, and Jonathan Majors. Um, they really were entertaining, along with all of the other supporting cast members. Um, an enjoyable time overall. Um, not a minute dragged by. It was fast-paced, enjoyable the whole way through. Um, lots of laughs, but also you know repercussions that are going to continue to shape them to you going forward. Yeah, and I think that's the most interesting thing because this really does debut Kang in such a strong. Yes. This is like the backstory that we kind of needed. With right. Thanos, we kind of got a backstory like later on. Yeah, it kind of trickled on. Yeah, when we got like a big reveal towards the end, but we kind of got it up front now. So that's yes. what kind of leave me more interesting to where it's going to go going forward. The right. groundwork's there. Right. I can't wait to see where it goes. Mm -hmm. But uh, thank you guys all so much for joining us for this episode of the Real Review. You. My name's Kevin, that's Adam, that's Julie. We are the real movie guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Catch you next time. Peace. Bye. If you guys like what you've seen here today, consider giving this video a like and leaving your thoughts in the comments below. If you want to stay up to date with everything Real Movie Guys related, make sure to hit that subscribe button and check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget all you audio listeners at home, we are available on many podcasting platforms. Just search The Real Movie Guys, you should pop right up. Thank you again all so much for joining us on this episode of The Real Review. We are The Real Movie Guys. Real guys, real movies, real thoughts. Catch you next time.